Hey everyone, this is Hallie. And this is Adrian. And together we are the, the Bottle, Bottle Blondes. Blondes. This is the Unstuffy Wine Podcast for funny people. You can find us wherever you find your podcasts, such as Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Podbean, and more. Please download an episode and leave us a review. And you can also follow us on social media at our Instagram, at Bottle Blondes Wine. We'll have pictures of the wine we drink for the podcast and our other adventures in wine. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Bye. Bye. Well, uh, welcome back to Bottle Blonde South Africa Mood Tapes. Yeah, where <laughs> we will two. take you on a new age journey new through age moon journey. crystal mountains and That's right. um, lava fields. Lava <laughs> fields and um, coastal mists, ocean breezes, all kinds of delightful things here. Be, be wooed to sleep by the sounds of the Cape Doctor whooshing through... <laughs> Whooshing through vineyards. Yes, if you haven't already listened to episode one of our South Africa two-parter, please go back and do so because there's some real fun names for some of the phenomenon (laughs) taking place down there. Um, What a fun geological area it is. Also just beautiful. Just absolutely gorgeous. Look up pictures of South Africa. Oh, there was, you know, how we were talking about how the tops of the Mm -hmm. mountains are flat. I guess, I can't remember the main one. I think it's just called Tabletop Mountain. I think so too, yeah. And they will ask each other if it's like a cloudy day or not. They'll ask if the tablecloth is on, which is just the cloud cover. (laughs) Delightful. (laughs) The cloud cover on top of the Tabletop Mountain. I might, is tablecloth on? I thought it was Australian. I cannot. It's okay. I... Every time I'm like, oh, the South African accent's basically just like, in, like British, but it's not, and I don't know how to do it. So it's we're weird. not gonna go there. <laughs> we're not gonna go there. I guess it is more British than Australian. Yeah. It's like whatever Trevor Noah sounds like. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just go listen to more Daily Show. Yes. Um, we're gonna get into uh, the region of Stellenbosch um, for yeah for this this initial part of the episode. So. Previously, um, Hallie was talking about Swartland. Swartland is just north of Stellenbosch. Both are in the Western Cape, uh, which is the western side of South Africa. It's on the Atlantic Ocean side. Uh, it's very similar in in um, climate to Swartland. So it's also very hot Mediterranean climate here. Uh, grapes are cooled off and aerated, essentially, uh, by the cool sea breezes. So... So down in Stellen, <laughs> down in Stellen, down in Stellen Skarsgård, just Stellen Skarsgård, a Bosch Bark, Bing Bang Bang Bark Bark. It's not even hard to pronounce. I just keep mixing it up. Down in Stellenbosch, uh, there's a lot of Bordeaux blends that are being grown here. Cabernet Sauvignon is the predominant varietal. I actually searched for some Pinotage from. Um, from Stellenbosch, I couldn't really find any. I just found a lot of Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot. Um, this first one is predominantly, that we're gonna be tasting, is predominantly uh, Cabernet Franc. Ooh. Yeah, but just to get a little bit into uh, Stellenbosch as a region real quick. Reaching for my nerds. Spiel-a-dee-ba. Spiel-a-dee-ba. 
Uh, so Stellenbosch is the second oldest settlement in the Western Cape after Cape Town. And it's basically a very hilly region um, at the foot of the Cape Mountain Range. So it's flanked by a bunch of mountains, including the Stellenbosch Mountain, the Jonkershoek Mountain. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the Drakenstein Mountain. Oh my God, are these like magical creatures? I know, right? Exactly. And the Simonsburg. <sighs> Isn't Simonsburg close to Simonstown? Potentially. It said that the, these were all the mountains near the Stellenbosch. Dope. Yeah, dope. So lots of mountains going on down there, including, you know, the main one, Stellenbosch Mountain. You know, the main you know. one. And a lot of the uh, a lot of the vineyards kind of take place at the at the foothills of the mountains or slightly up the mountain. And soils here are going to be sand, decomposed granite, silt, and clay. And they're obviously super well drained by the hilly terrain. Um, and summers here are warm. Winters here are cool or wet. Because remember, we're in the southern hemisphere. Oh, you guys, you got a little, you got a little clay down there in Stellenbosch. I didn't see a lot of clay references when I was doing my Swartland. Swartland, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of clay down here, which makes sense with the um, with the Bordeaux yeah. blend. So, like, if you if you know a little bit about Bordeaux, um, the left bank is where Cabernet Sauvignon is predominantly grown. That is gravelly soils, and then the right bank is where Merlot is predominantly grown and that prefers cooler clay soils. So yeah, uh, you get a mix of both because you got both of those going on in this area. Ta-da! And it's actually, even though I couldn't really find Pinotage to buy here, Stellenbosch, like you said, is the birthplace of Pinotage, um, as we remember the guy who abandoned his experiment garden. <laughs> Oh, so well, that was a good idea. I don't that know. That was a good idea, but no, it is not a good idea. Oh, I do not like the idea anymore. I got a nice big check from the government. Goodbye. Goodbye. KBW needs me. Goodbye. Experimental <laughs> well garden. Um, so the first wine we're going to get into is a very, very historical wine estate, originally established in 1756, belonging to the Myberg family, and it's called Mirlust, which means pleasure of the sea. Oh, I mean, it's got lust in the title. It's got lust in the title. Um, so they've been around for a hell of a long time. This is their red blend. It's a 2017. It's uh, One really fun fact is that all of their wines uh, are estate grown, so they don't buy grapes from anywhere else. This is predominantly Cabernet Franc. It's 55% Cabernet Franc, 33% uh, Merlot, 12% Cabernet Sauvignon. So, yeah, you're seeing a... A Bordeaux blend there, um, although not dominated by one of the typical either, you know, Cabernet Sauvignon or Merlot. It's dominated by Cabernet Franc, which is really fun. And um, it was aged in French oak for 16 months. This label looks very French. Doesn't it? It <laughs> seems very, it seems very European. It's kind of, kind of stiff. It is a little stiff. It's, it's a little stiff. stiff. Um, uh, one another cool thing about this place is that it has a dove coat and a bird sanctuary. A dove what? I'm assuming that's where they keep doves. A coat? A dove coat? Like a cape? Not like not cape. Jesus, Alex. C O A T. It's like a, no. It's like uh, D O V E C O T E. Oh, I just imagined a person that had... Oh, made a coat out of doves. Oh, or, or, no, not made them out, but like just hid them in his coat. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. Ah, it's a shelter with nest holes for domesticated pigeons. Ew, I don't like the word nest hole. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't like the word nest hole either. But I do like the word dovecote. Um, <laughs> anyway, <here>. this, <laughs> this wine is like... 
crazy vegetal. Uh, it was really hard to pick up any sort of, I mean, maybe it, maybe it opened up a little bit. I, I had a hard time picking up any sort of fruit, but. It smells very vegetal. It smells like typical crab front kind of like mm -hmm. uh, peppery. Yeah, I was getting pepper. like a like a roast green chili, mm. um, like maybe a waxy kind of cherry. It's definitely lots of pepper, some potting soil. Pie uh, cherry, almost. Yeah, like a pie cherry, like kind of a, a macerated cherry, or um, what's the kind of cherry that comes in the jar? Maraschino cherry. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh mama! Oh mama! Oh mama! <laughs> Yeah, that just tastes like I'm having a, mm -hmm. it's a meal in a glass. Mm -hmm. It's just like, um, hmm. On the palate, you got red bell pepper, um, maybe an unripe plum, mm. <laughs> and I got real charred steak. It tastes like roasted red bell pepper. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like a like the kind that you pull out of the jar but or like you a, just de-skinned. Yeah. yeah, but like a roasted red, roasted red bell pepper is like sweeter than this wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is really, this is a food wine. This is not a happy enjoy on the porch wine. It's it's good. I kept coming back to it last night, but... Um, yeah, let me see if I can get some air up in here. Yeah, it's not exactly approachable or um, it's not super... It's not a drinking wine on its own. That's okay. That's okay. Kind of gamey. <laughs> this needs like. This needs like a full four course meal. <laughs> yeah, this needs like a stew with like mm -hmm. like a gamey stew in my hunting lodge in France or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's um, it does taste like balanced though. Like the acid is it balanced. Is. The tannins are balanced. It just, it's like a very classic Bordeaux, like vegetal Bordeaux. Yeah, I just kind of feel like I'm drinking steak. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. <laughs> oh, like steak tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of that, like. That's a good, that's a good uh, note. Yeah. Steak and steak tomatoes. Steak and steak tomatoes, you know, steak and steak. Mm, you know, double steak. This would be really good with um, Steak Oscar, which maybe I've mentioned on the podcast oh, before. Crap. It's something that I make my dad make for me whenever I get the chance. It's basically like a filet mignon wrapped in a piece of bacon topped with crab and then smothered in hollandaise. Mm. Oh, Bernays, sorry. It's a heart attack, but it's That so, is a heart attack. It's so fucking good. Oh, Lord. Wow. Steak Oscar. I used to get the little filets wrapped in bacon. Um, that was my parents' treat for me anytime they cooked fish, which I couldn't eat. <laughs> They'd be like, here's your present. Here's your offering. Here's your meat. <laughs> here's your meat wrapped in bacon. So yeah, that's the Mirrorlust Red, twenty seventeen. Do they um do they do any single varietal like when you were looking at their website, or is it mostly just all kind of like Bordeauxy blends? It's a lot of Bordeauxy blends. I didn't actually look at a lot of their other wines. Um, I was kind of focused on their story because it was so, you know, so historical. And um, oh, another nice thing is their estate is just off the False Bay. So that's where all the coolness, the false bay, with oh. the coolness. Is it real? Is it false? Is it, is it real? The false bay. Uh, as a cape doctor, I would like to as opine on this. <laughs> as a cape doctor, I don't know why he's German. The cape doctor. <laughs> cape doctor says, this breeze is false. This breeze is false. I do not, I, my hypothesis is. <laughs> yes, cape doctor is uh, like loosely related to Freud. <laughs> He's Austrian. He's Austrian. Yeah, let's look up their other ones because um, our 
wine professor Mimi was talking about um, Mere Lust and how she really liked one of their other wines and I assume it's also a Bordeaux blend but I mm. ain't sure so let's move on to our second one which is a Delaire Graf um, it says Bot Mascot which I'm not sure Did you say if that Mascot? <laughs> That's what it sounded like. I don't know if it's the name of the wine or the the air, the, the vineyard maybe it came from. It, I didn't. I should have looked up what butt mascot was. Um, no, it's B O T M A S K O P. This is a 2016, and it's oh. also a Bordeaux blend. This is a real crazy blend because it's got everything in it. It's like everything in the kitchen sink. Ooh. It's Cabernet Sauvignon, okay. Merlot, okay. Shiraz, okay. Petit Verdot, okay. Cabernet Franc, Ooh. and Malbec. Jesus H. Jesus H. Christ. It's like, why do you even need the fucking Petit Verdot? See? <laughs> yeah, we're doing a really great job with the positioning. <laughs> this is like wine Jenga. Every on time the table. one of us sets Every down time. the bottle of wine's in the way of our glass. This is a really dark, dark very, very dark, very chocolatey wine. Um, and it has really, it's very refined on the palate. And you know what? This place is fancy AF. Holy it, shit. I mean, the, the label. The Delaire graph, it looks classy. This place is like literally a, um, like a super fancy resort. It's, it's essentially... It's positioned atop the Hellschut Pass. I don't know if that's how you say it. There's vineyards basically on the slopes of, oh, that's what it is. It's a peak. Uh, butt mascot is a peak. <laughs> butt oh. mascot peak. No, boat mascot peak, which is overlooking the Banhoek Valley. Um, so the vines are essentially planted at the, kind of at the base of the peak. And this estate is like crazy, crazy fancy. It was originally planted by basically the South African couple that was kind of the equivalent of like James Parker. So this these wine critics called John and Erica Platter and like the Platter um, book is essentially like very famous wine readings from the wines of that region. Oh. It was awarded best winery in Africa in 2020 and 14th in the world by the world's best vineyards. I don't know what organization that is. This place Fancy ass resort. Like you and I will never go there. <laughs> hey, we might win we the lottery. We might win the lottery. But um, it was really beautiful, and it it waxed a lot of poetic about the history of the area without going into any sort of nasty oh, so bits. So like, I was like, okay. So it was like the uh, Miraval website. Yeah. Wine is essence. Essence. Yeah. There was a lot of like. Um, parallax effect where you know one picture moves down while the content moves up that was like <laughs> it's a lot of that Dislike. and you can go stay there in there and get rooms with infinity pools so it's kind of that vibe Damn. anyways so this is um it's just lots of like black and and purple notes um i got grilled plum black cherry black currant cedar and a little bit of bergamot Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a little bit of violet yeah. bergamot for sure. Um, oh god, what's that fruit that I'm thinking of? Fig. Mm. Um, like a little barbecue. Like I don't know if you ever had a barbecued fig. Maybe. Like just like a, I don't know. It's like it's like a quick sear. Um, yeah. Very good. That sounds delicious. And then on the the palate, it's black cherry, black tea. Black pepper, <laughs> chocolate, 
I, and then there's like a weird bright note, citrusy note at the end. I was like, blood orange? Sure. Oh yeah. I yeah. love blood orange as like, it's when, when citrus is like very heavy. Mm -hmm. And I think some people think that you can't get citrus notes in red wine. Mm -hmm. um, but I think blood orange is a really good note mm -hmm. um, to use when you are trying to find a citrus in red wine. So yeah, this I found very, very enjoyable. I do think it's it's more food friendly again, or meant to be enjoyed with food, but I think this you can enjoy this a little bit on its own a little bit more. And it, it just feels very, feels fancy. <laughs> it's got, yeah, it's really bright at the end, mm -hmm. which I like. And I think this would be, yeah, I can see how you could have this with or without food. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the Delaire Graf. That's good. It's good. Yeah, it's there's a good. reason it's, oh yeah, so um, I pulled up the website of the Mir, Mirlust. Mirlust. It looks like they do do some single varietals. Ah, so, they do do. Uh, Pinot Noir, Merlot, Cab Sauv. Uh, I'd like to try it. some of those. Yeah. That's it. And then it looks like they also do have some white wines. Oh, very nice. <clears throat> oh, which, you know, whatever. We're not talking about white wines right now. We are in red territory. We in red territory. So, yeah, there's a little look at, um, at Stellenbosch. And um, there are many. I mean, there was a lot of Chenin Blanc down there as well. Um, some Chardonnay, too. Um, I actually ordered some Chardonnay, but it never showed up because it was hot and no one wanted to ship anything, even though I said ship it anyways. And they probably, it's probably good they didn't. Let's see. So yeah, that wraps up our little taste of Stellenbosch and our, the, the Bordeaux influences down there. Yeah. Um, as Adrian mentioned, it is hard to find kind of wines of origin, like W.O.'s, a lot mm -hmm. of the stuff you're going to find in the grocery store at Trader Joe's is just wine of the general area. Yeah. I think there's still some good examples. I will do a shout out to a wine I buy from Trader Joe's kind of frequently. Uh, when I do go there, it's the, it's a Sauvignon Blanc. Is I it the man? It's the Dave, no, oh. it's the David Frost, who's like Ooh. a golfer. I don't know. The label's kind of cheesy, but the wine's really good and it's only like $7. Nice, very yeah. nice. Shout out to that. All right, I think it's time to play a little game, Adrian. A game? That's right. Is that what's afoot right now? A game is afoot. It's our take on do 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 very abbreviated version. <laughs> very, very abbreviated version. But you know what? We all need a little taste all of right. Jeopardy. So I will be playing the role of our dearly departed uh, Alex Trebek. Oh, and Adrian will be playing the role of three different contestants. Oh, wine. goodness. <laughs> Just kidding, too. Uh, one. I don't know. Be yourself. <laughs> Follow uh, your heart. <laughs> okay. Uh, contestant number one. Um, contestant number one has uh, a cabinet business. <laughs> Oh, yeah, South African cabinets business. Uh, my name is uh, Simon the cabinets maker down in South Africa. Okay. Well. Hello, Simon the cabinet maker. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm very excited for South African Jeopardy. I have a very unintelligible accent. People say it's very unique. <laughs> uh, yes, I would agree with that. <laughs> All right, contestant number two, and what's your name? Jan. 
Oh, Jan, named after uh, one of the founding Dutch colonists of uh, <laughs> South Africa. Yeah, don't point it out. It's not what I like to associate with. But my name is Jan. <laughs> Somehow they left out the net. Well, nice to meet you, Jan. I hope you are ready to play some South African Jeopardy. Oh, I am. I am. I really am. All right, let's go like to, to the... I also say that I am excited for the South African Jeopardy. Are you sure? You don't sound very excited. This is my most excited face. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and take your word for it. The two categories that you two get to choose from today are... Bing! Pop culture. Bing! Cuisine. That's it. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Simon, why don't, Simon the cabinet maker, why don't you uh, uh, go ahead and uh, choose first? Uh, thank you, uh, South African Trebek. I will take uh, South African pop culture. I am such a fan of pop culture. Mm, excellent. A very vivacious area of our culture. For 800, please. <laughs> South African pop culture for $800. Don't forget to answer in the, word, in the form of a question. Uh, good reminder. Famous South Africans like Charlize Theron and Trevor Noah <laughs> have shown off their second language skills in clips speaking Afrikaans. But in fact, the most spoken language in South Africa is this. Boop, boop, boop. Yes. English. Oh shit, I didn't answer in the form of a question. That's okay, English is incorrect anyway. Damn it. <laughs> Simon? What is the one you said earlier? That's correct. <laughs> yes. It is Isizulu. Isizulu. It's uh, I-S-I-Z-U-L-U. Isizulu. What does Isizulu sound like? I don't know. We'll have to listen to a you clip after a clip. the show. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. All right, Simon, that was correct. You get to choose again. Oh, this is so exciting. Uh, please, I take South African pop culture for 600. Sticking with the category. Famous South African director Neil Blomkamp made two movies in his home country, District 9 and Chappie, the latter featuring this well-known South African hip-hop group. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What is Chappie's All Stars? No, Simon, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Jan, do you have an answer? <laughs> I don't, but that sounds great. Like a great film. I should check that out and rent it from Netflix. Oh, I'm sorry. The answer, the famous hip hop group is Die Antwoord. Duh. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about Diane Word. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> They're weird. They're crazy. You are into very high-pitched, strange. strange. I don't know. I don't hate them. No. I don't love them. I don't think I've ever been like, I choose to listen to them. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, is that weird Diane Word song? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, getting back to character. Uh, uh, all right, so we have um, right now Jan, you're at a big zero. That's okay. <laughs> and Simon at a maybe 800. <laughs> uh, that was exciting. 
All right, Simon, since you still have control of the board, we have one category left, and it is South African cuisine. I will take South African cuisine for 400, please, Trebek. It's the name for cooking meat over a wood fire. In America, we call it barbecue. Boop, boop, boop. Yes. What is a pit fire? Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's incorrect, Jane. Your enthusiasm is amazing, but you are incorrect again. <laughs> uh, Simon, anything? Um, my mother does most of my cooking. <laughs> I am so sorry. Oh. I am unsure. All right. The name of this form of barbecue in South Africa is called a braai. B-R-A-A-I. Cool. Yes, it's featured quite heavily uh, whenever, um, you know, somebody famous goes on, like, on a, their travel shows, like, somebody feed Phil or Gordon Ramsay or, or uh, Anthony late, Bourdain. Yeah, the, the departed. <laughs> the departed Anthony Bourdain. They go to South Africa and they do a braai. Good, do a good braai. Do a good braai. Well, now I know. Now I'm learning a lot of things, even though I don't know a lot of things. <laughs> All right. This All right. exciting. All right. We have one more category. One, one last clue. I'm just going to read it. It's South African cuisine for 800. A dessert specialty, often des- not often described by anyone in South Africa, but described by me, Alex Trebek, <laughs> as a three-way between a pie, a creme brulee, and flan. Boop, boop, boop. Yes. What is a creamy delight? Oh, no. I'm sorry. It does look that way, though, doesn't it? <laughs> Jan, anything? This is your redemption time. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's called, and I'm going to pronounce it in its native way, milk tart. Milk tart! A.k.a. a milk tart. <gasps> a milk tart. But it's... It's, it's, uh, it's, it's an spelled M-E- milk tart. <laughs> you know, like a milk tart. Like a milk tart. <laughs> Oh, uh, wow. All right, I Learning promise. so much new things. I promise Final Jeopardy will be easier. <laughs> all right, uh, Jan, uh, Simon, please make your wager, and we will go to the Final Jeopardy clue. <laughs> Bing! One of South Africa's most important figures has also lent his name to a popular brand of wines. He's the most famous South African ever. I'm sorry, Jan, is that a phone you're using? (laughs) I just really wanted to make a good attempt. Starting the theme song over there, Jan. <laughs> Doesn't it play twice in the final Oh my goodness. Um, I actually did look this up when I was doing my research and I saw it, but I forgot. I That's promise. Quite all right. All right. Uh, Simon, do you have an answer? Uh, yes. Uh, who is Nelson Mandela? That is correct. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited. Jan, what, so did you, excited. what did you write down, Jan? <laughs> Even after attempting to cheat. I wrote down, I'm just so happy to be here. Oh, I'm sorry, Jan. You have uh, not won any money today. How did I get here? <laughs> On South African Jeopardy. 
Weird Simon, congratulations. Oh, uh, wow. You win a bottle of all the wine that was already on the table. Is it all mixed into one? I like it that way, so I can just drink it with a straw. You're disgusting. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't know anything about South Africa. That's quite all right. That was really fun, though. I learned a lot. Yeah. Milk tart. Milk tart. I actually didn't know about milk. I knew about a braai, but... Um, I didn't know about a braai. I was like basically like, famous South African cuisine. And, and I was like, what the fuck is this milk tart thing? Milk tart thing. It looks really good. Uh, the die word one was a good call. I should have. I should have looked up a couple like popular South African things before. But I kind of wanted to go into it blind and just see how much I knew. No, I think Which was apparently nothing. No, it was hilarious. (laughs) Well, cheers to your uh, brilliant, brief, and beautiful Jeopardy. Thank you. I thought it'd be fun to bring back a little uh, game show period. Last time we did it was in Australia. And we were three sheets to the wind by that point, so... (laughs) We're a little less toasty today, but we're about to get into some mystery wine. That's right. It's time for the blind tasting. <laughs> we're going to go with Hallie's first because she told me it is white, even though it is beautifully wrapped in a tin foil, and I would have never guessed, although I guess I would have seen it in the glass. Oh, you would have seen it in the glass eventually. Um, so this is a wine. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Do you want me to close my... I guess I don't need to close You don't eyes. need to close your eyes. Originally, I was going to have you um, just let me know if you thought this was a Chenin Blanc or not. But if you want to give it a hard... I don't think it is. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Instincts are well. Are well received. <laughs> In- instincts well your, received. <laughs> your instincts are well. <laughs> Thank you, Chappie. <laughs> God, I actually kind of tried to watch that movie because I... Yeah. I did see. I did watch District Nine a long yeah. time ago, and it was it was really good and kind of heavy. But uh, yeah, Chappie seemed weird. <laughs> I did. Yeah. There is a little bit of like sweatiness to it, even though. Ooh, sweaty! Are you sure that's not just us? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting a lot of herbal, herbaceous notes. <clears throat> Um, some like lime zest. I put down lime zest as a note on the nose as well. I got a lot of um, minerality in this one. So on the nose, I got like wet stone, crushed mm. gravel, white pepper, papaya, lime zest. There's definitely a little bit of pepperiness on the palate, like a green pepper and um, some white peach. So mm. I think I, I think I know the varietal. Yeah. The, the, oh, the... actually, maybe it's a blend though. This peach, the peach is coming out more today. Yesterday on the palate, um, I got kind of those same things, the rock mm-hmm. and the lime, but I got more like beeswax on the palate and lanolin, which mm. was a similar thing we got from the Shinnin. And then also some like white raspberry. Is this a Bordeaux blend? It is. Yeah! <laughs> this is, I'm assuming this is Sauvignon Blanc and Semillon. Yes, that is correct. So this is uh, got 57. Nice notes of both. You can really identify both. That's I know. cool. It's so good, right? So That's this is so good. 57% Sauvignon Blanc, 43% Semillon. This is uh, by a winery called Opsil. Uh, the name of the brand is Sixpence, and it's a 2019. Let me take off all my aluminum foil here, <laughs> so you drink and take a look at it. So Sixpence none the richer. Sixpence none the richer. Kiss me. Kiss me. Um, an adorable label. I'm a sucker for a cute label <gasps> of animals. This is delightful. Where did you get this? So 
Um, another wine shop that we don't, not either of us go to very often, but we should probably go to more is a place called Pairings. Oh yeah, it's, and they do the fun wacky pairings of like yeah. all of your favorite Simpsons characters as Yeah, wines. Jeffrey, the owner, uh, has some wacky, wonderful pairings. I think when I was... I, the only time I went there pre-pandemic was to do an Aretha Franklin song pairing, Fine. but he was doing a 12 for 12. So I oh, got we saw that, yeah. 12 bottles of wine for $144, and it was like just mix and match. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of good varietals there. I got a 2013 Pinot Blanc from Mosul. Whoa. It was really good. And then, yeah, it was, I saw this um, South African... Uh, Bordeaux blend, and I was like, "Fuck you!" Yes. This is incredible. I'm a, such a sucker for a Bordeaux blend, and this is a really good example. This is delicious. Yeah. I didn't do too. Unfortunately, I there was probably a bunch more fun history here. It looks like this place has been around since 1847, but I didn't have time. Okay. But I will tell you that the this is a wine of origin. So this is from um, I think it would be the not the Glen. Elgin. No, no, not no. Elgin. Like the the term for like when things are like a hamlet of something. Like Elgin is a. Oh. Yeah. Oh God, it's in my notes. Wait, I have it in my notes. I have it. Quick, consult the notes. Consult the notes. I meant to give you this map earlier. Does this help? Mm, I forgot. Wards. Wards. They're wards, called wards. wards. Yes. So, so this is a ward. Yeah. So the ward is um, breed cloth in the Breed oh, River Valley. there it is. Yeah. Breed cloth. So it's kind of like... Uh, it's it's but, sandwiched between Pearl and Worcester. Yeah. And it's real good. I didn't... I don't know much about this wine of origin Breed cloth, um, but I'm wondering if they do a bunch of Dope Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. It's hella good. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and look! Look at the back! The oh, sheep so... is on the barcode. Oh, that's cute. It has a little house. Oh Red sky at night, shepherd's delight. Many decades ago, a legendary shepherd walked the fields of the valleys. His name was Sixpence, and the descendants were still at, still work at Apostle Wines. Today, there are vineyards in the area which are still referred to as Sixpence's Vineyards. It is his legacy. Wow. That's deep. That was, that was that deep was fucking deep, wine. Deep stuff. Um, all right. Uh, you ready for mystery wine number two? Oh, I sure am. Sure are. Well, we already know where it comes from because uh, we both got wines from the same producer. So, which we failed to mention earlier, um, has a very interesting aesthetic going on oh at my his God. winery. Like the website has him like hanging out in his like crust like steampunk, not steampunk, crust punk mm-hmm. uh, garage. Um, yeah, it's like two cousins, the winemakers. Like you said, very crusty. They have lots of old winemaking practices, including the use of uh, aging things in open vats, which they called hoopes. 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 I don't know. H u i p e s. Um, the guy, like the beautiful thing was, I was I was researching Mirlust and then um, Delairgraph, and they were like very highly produced websites. And then you get to this one for the Baden Horse family, and it's like on a WordPress. Like just scrolling text over a, a static background, and it was so great. <laughs> and they I was like so old school. And then when you go to their wine notes, it's all just um, oh, this is very crinkly. It's all just like sheets, PDFs, and Dropbox. They just send you to a big Dropbox <laughs> repository. <laughs> it's great. 
So, Hallie. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> this is uh, going to take you on a journey. Oh, boy. I hope it does. I'm going to pour some, too. We're so good at pouring wine. We're wines. so good at pouring <laughs> wine. Oh, my God. This is why I put down tea towels. <laughs> I think this might be the most wor- most worst we've ever been. This is so bad. At pouring mo- wine today. <laughs> That's also not a correct grammatical. <laughs> so this is this is much lighter than mm. lighter body than the first uh, two reds that we had. So I, hopefully it's a good follow up of Ooh. this Bordeaux blend. Oops. So nice. It's like it's like strawberry. Oh yeah. But like some herbs. It's still got that like kind of signature South African vegetal thing happening. It opened very nicely yesterday. I was like petrol. Petrol, petrol, petrol. It was like a diesel engine, but oh, yeah. like still in a really good way. There's still a little diesel. You know what I kind of get here is, um, this is going to sound bizarre, watermelon? Oh, interesting. Like how watermelon, like a really ripe watermelon smells, but it's yeah, like, like really ripe. Yeah, yeah. Almost kind of like a watermelon chapstick. Yeah, like it's not going to taste like watermelon. I mean, maybe it will. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a, that's mm-hmm. sticky. Mm-hmm. That is a um, sticky, sticky mouth. Those tannins are, woohoo! Yeah. Interesting. Wait, so is it whole cluster, did you say? It's whole cluster. Yeah. So all fruit is whole cluster. I think that's all that they do is all of their fruit is whole cluster fermented in neutral casks or concrete. And then they literally, they foot stomp them. So that's how they do pijage is foot stomping. And I was like, that's delightful. Alrighty. And then there's, uh, let's see... I think they age, yeah, I think they age in all neutral um, containers. They do a lot of biological farming and winemaking practices. All of their all of their wines are technically natural. They are filtered, but they're not fined. And the soils are clay, granite, and shale. This is like kind of getting smoky. Yeah. Oh, that's, follow that, follow that, that thought. <laughs> follow your nose. <laughs> Smoky. Oh, balls. Um, do they make a Pinotage? Uh, Syrah. Syrah is smoky. Pinotage is smoky. I don't know. Does anyone still grow Senso? Oh, because it's light like Senso. Mm-hmm. Very light. Um, but it's not smoky like Senso. But this is kind of smoky. Oh, Lord. I would say listen to the, yeah, to the color and the, and the body. To the color in the body and not the nose. <laughs> oh, boy. Hand-picked grapes are chilled overnight and then crushed in concrete tanks, foot-stomped, lees-aged in cask um, food rays and concrete for seven months. So, yeah, like you said, he just kind of uses a combination of neutral tanks mm. and then combines everything. I want to say so, but I know that's not right. Oh, God. Is it peanut butter? No, it is. It's Sinso! Oh, my God! <laughs> And with a little bit of Shiraz and Grenache blended in. Oh, that would explain the smoky. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. I think Senso is super peppery and kind of a little bit smoky. The one that I love the most of all was this, the Senso. And it's funny because on the back, it, there's a misprint. It says Shiraz 82%, Senso 10%. So when I started tasting it, I was like, 
girl, what? <laughs> I don't know about this. And then I looked up the ta- the the fact sheet on the website, and I was like, no, it's Sinso. Yeah, and it says, like, it even has it as the dominant blend yeah. here. I've had that happen before. Yeah, this um, Vanderhorst guy knows what he's doing. I'm a big fan. And I'm like, yep, going to get more of those. Plus, you can also uh, stay there. Cute. Yeah, they have, like, a, you can stay in, like, an old converted grain silo or I think there was like another option for like barn situation. <laughs> Does he like have you foot stomp some blinds with him? Hey, I, don't know. I would do it. I'm all there for the experiences. Oh, what's this cute little thing under the label? It's a fox. Y'all. Oh my God. So yeah, Baden uh, Horst, look up those wines. The sixpence I will um, take with me mm. on a journey to <laughs> my house. Uh, yeah, we also need to look up as if Secateurs is French or if that's Dutch. I think uh. it looks French. Uh, and then it is time to rate uh, our wines. Oh, yeah. Like we do. And play is the 17th. Oh, etymology French. From, Latin, from Latin secare to cut. It sounds like a French word, doesn't it? Looks like a French word, sounds like a French word. It's a French word. It's a French if word. It's a, if it's a runner duck, if it looks like a runner duck, it quacks like a runner duck, it's a runner it's duck. A runner duck. <laughs> All right. The grand rate. <laughs> the grand rating of the wines. <laughs> what was that? What did I accidentally say? But something earlier? Oh, yeah. Um, butt table? No. Oh, yeah. What was it? It was, um, but. oh, butt mascot. Butt mascot. <laughs> That and what was the the weird mountain, the the clown mountain? Oh, oh the oh the oh the the origin. Mm, oh yeah yeah yeah. Limpopo. Limpopo. Limpopo, Limpopo butt mascot <laughs> and. Sekatu. Sekatu. And the Cape Doctor. Doctor. So many fun words today. So many fun words. So many delicious wines. We've been trying to get to South Africa for a while. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, girl. We were busy. You know what? Number twenty feels like a good time. She's all grown up. She's all. Really, really ready. Mm-hmm. Really ready. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, it really is one of the probably older new wine regions, new world wine regions. That's a very good point. Three hundred years of history for a new world wine region isn't so new. Yeah, I know we talked in our uh, last episode about Oregon Pinot Noir. How technically there was a lot of uh, winemaking going on here in Oregon a long mm-hmm. time ago. So Oregon is also a very old new world wine area. But yeah. It's time for rating wines and seven things. Yes, Adrian. Yes. How would you How would you rate these puppies? Rate these puppies. Um, I would say I'm gonna put my girl Peanut Touch at the bottom. Mm, I'm sorry, sorry. Rebex Sellers. Really interesting to taste. Not a bad wine. Um, there was just something off-putting. About yeah, it. it was a menagerie of weirdness. Yeah, I might you know. I always like have a good. I always have a nice idea of Pinotage, what it's like in my head, and then I have it, and I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. But maybe if I shelled out for like a super nice Pinotage, maybe we would start getting some of those. I feel like you kind of got to wrap your head around like what the classic expression of something is, and then you can kind of almost go back downwards in terms yeah. of price and be like, oh, I like this. I don't like this. Yeah. Um, that was douchey. Anyways. <laughs> Then I would say, um, probably, probably this Mirrorless Red. Um, I think it was really good and very interesting. Again, 
very, very, very kind of astringent, well, maybe not astringent, it's a good word, vegetal, needs needs to go with some food, very. Maybe some more celery. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think it could maybe use some a couple more years to really express itself, you know. Just just work on itself a little bit. That's like, okay. You're not ready for your big world not, debut yet. You're not. <laughs> um, third, I would say the Chenin Blanc. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. It didn't blow me away, but I thought it was very good. And like I said, I loved the texture of it. Third, I'm going to go with this Delaire Graph. Um, absolutely delicious. And the only reason it's in third is because I loved the, the first two so, so much. I'm going to say second is that white Bordeaux blend, which is the sixpence so fucking stunning and then i love this sinso so much the and blinds. i love sinso the blinds are in the top the blinds are in the top for this one the secator vintage red uh blend 2018 and something i didn't really mention is that the the blend of this wine is very classic rhone um blend so yeah mm -hmm, it really is so sinso syrah and grenache are very typical <laughs> Rhone blending grapes and the little like tri-headed swan. Yeah, I just didn't really re like pick up on that until just this moment. Yeah, because there's a mutant swan. Mutant swan on the label. Little mutant swan. So yeah, I'm gonna pour myself some AA Baden Horse yeah. red wine, since so predominantly since so, and uh, let's do some seven days. Adrian, yes, seven things you would do while drinking the senso from a bad horse. I would, ooh, I would, um, I would, I would climb or go on a hike to a very clear mountain lake and I would swim naked in it. Ooh, one. That one. sounds very refreshing right Doesn't now. Doesn't it? Except having just visited a mountain lake this last weekend, mosquitoes. <laughs> but still. Um, let's see. The next thing I would do is I'd order an assortment of smoked sausages. Like from like a family farm or something, and they'd have to ship it to me, and then I'd be like, "Oh, Michael, my sausage collection is here. <laughs> Let us cook a feast tonight." So just like a like a like a mountain frau line, like oh, honey, yeah. is a, is honey, the beef is here. The beef is here. Uh, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> uh, I let's see, I would. I would give myself a pedicure, a really nice pedicure where I'd like scrub my feet, wash them, I'd like clip them, I'd find a really fun, funky color, maybe like a nice orange for summer, mm. and then give myself a nice little pedicure. Three. Yeah. I like it. Thank you. Uh, now I'm just like, <laughs> I start thinking of like things I have to do. <laughs> I'm like, no age. <laughs> Let's see, I would, uh, I would do laundry. I, I would do, I'd back up all of my <laughs> unsecured data. And just uh, sexy. Sexy. <laughs> I would, I'd get one of those foam puzzles that you see like in children's rooms a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And I'd redo one room entirely in foam puzzle. Oh. But just like for a weekend, you know? Yeah, just like bounce off the walls. Bounce off the walls a little <laughs> bit, exactly. Make it into a fun little playground. Uh, for adults. For adults. <laughs> Sounds like you're making um, a padded room in an insane asylum, <laughs> but I'm in it. 
It's all about framing, you it's know. It's the Wellgraven experimental <laughs> garden. It's the sausages and the insane asylum. Uh, was that three or four? Is that four? It was four. It was four. It was four. Um, I would start making a quilt out of old t-shirts. Except I don't think I really have any like specifically cool old t-shirts, so it'd probably just be like lots of swashes of swatches of like just kind of dirty old t-shirts. But they have memories. But they have memories. It's like a memory blanket. The memory. And then I'd probably only have enough for like a one-person blanket. And that's what's okay. a one-person like what? <laughs> Yeah, what's what's a, a one-person blanket? It just like barely fits your shape <laughs> and does. It's just really long. Wow, Adrian! <laughs> you just coined a term I don't think I ever heard. The one... It's the loneliest blanket. <laughs> <laughs> your infomercial would be like, <laughs> "Are you alone? One-person blanket for you." <laughs> It's all you need. It's the one person blanket. We'll have Amy Mann sing it. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll target it towards um, couple. It'll be for people who are alone or people who are in couples where um, the, one of the other people steals the blankets a bunch. Yes. Six, the one person blanket. Wait, was, was that, that five? Five, the one person blanket. Five, the one person blanket. I would... Make a two person blanket. <laughs> I'd um I'd go on Amtrak and I'd like blind blind buy tickets to somewhere like just somewhere random. Whatever you ended up like in the Oklahoma Panhandle. Oh no, but that's <laughs> but that's what would happen. It's got you know it's Amtrak roulette. <laughs> Amtrak roulette. Yes. <laughs> Six. Six. Um, my seventh thing. I want it to something to be grand. I'd make a milk tart. I'd make a milk tart. Which is South Africa's famous dessert. Milk I mean, you make a milk tart. Milk tart. <laughs> ah yeah. A milk tart. A milk I gotta you know what? I'm gonna look up how to make milk tart. Seven things. Seven things. <clears throat> I think my rating's gonna be pretty similar to yours. I am going to put Mr. Pinotage in the bottom. Mm -hmm. And then uh, after that it'll be the mirror lust. Mm. I think. I kind of, yeah, and then the Bodden Horse and So, which was really good, mm -hmm. but um, not for I everyone. It, not for everyone. I just okay. think that I liked this um, butt mascot more. I honestly, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Um, In terms of like quality, I'm actually kind of like, shoot, did I make the right choice? But that's okay. Yeah. No, no. And then. Um, Oh, wait, I forgot about the whites. Um, I don't know. I really like that Chenin Blanc. I mean, I hate to put yeah. both of the whites on top, but, like, I thought they were both so good. I really like the Chenin Blanc. I love um, I love it when my tongue gets mm -hmm. enrobed in a kind of, like... Cottony. Cottony, cool, creamy, cool... Chenin Blanc experience. Situation. And then, yeah, I would probably do the sixpence first. Off. I was... That was close to my top, so too. So good. So good. Let's um, do it. Let's do it. Let's do our blinds. <laughs> For the final tasting. And I still do want to drink a moment of that. Uh, yeah, let's let's have a nice glass of that afterwards. Yeah, that'll be good. All right, Hallie. Yeah. Yes. Seven things with your Apostle Sixpence, uh, Sauvignon Blanc, and Semillon. Um, Seven things you would do, I guess, for drinking. I would 
start a sheep acrobatic team. <laughs> like a sheep circus. And How like, many sheep? Uh, like, well, I mean, at least, like, probably six for the um, you gotta, Yeah, you the gotta acrobatics. start six. I mean, I need to have some clown sheep. <laughs> I need to have... Um, we need to have some like ride operating sheep. Wow, and starting out very ambitious. Yeah, I mean, animal training. Yeah, lots of lots of work. I'm going to train a sheep to operate a Ferris wheel. <gasps> I will have heavy so liability. Wait, you're, so you're training sheep carnies. Yes, carny sheep. Carny sheep. Yep. One. <laughs> oh. oh goodness. Um. Oh, I would start making like. Uh, We've probably both seen this in the Southwest. It's like a wall made out of old wine bottles and adobe. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of like, you can basically make like very sturdy, mm -hmm. like windows or walls. Walls yeah. that would let like small bits of light in. Well, I feel like they do that with glass, um, like they'll cut glass in a way where it you can't see through it and it's kind of really thick, but they you can do it with recycled materials, including wine yeah. bottles. Like so they yeah. do in airships, I think. Yes, yes. they do. Uh, so, yeah, I would do an airship. Build, build an airship wall? Build an airship wall, yeah. yeah. Just one wall. Just one wall. Not Just the one entire wall. Not thing. the whole airship. We're not going crazy. Uh, <laughs> although we might need that in the near future because the world's on fire. <laughs> Two. Yes. Um, I would, uh... I would wear the world's worst summer outfit, which would consist of that bucket paisley hat that I saw oh, earlier, God. and then just have that like white sunscreen line what? on my nose with um, Crocs. Just about to say Crocs. Crocs are in right now, and I want to smack every person who thinks it is appropriate to wear Crocs outside and not in a garden or cooking situation. Right, it's totally fine for your house, your totally garden. Fine. I get that they're really comfortable for chefs like disgraced right. Mario Batali. <laughs> um, but like as your fashion statement, like Absolutely did you hear the story about how Justin Bieber tried to give Victoria Beckham a pair of his like designer Crocs and she was like, go fuck yourself. Good for her <laughs> to Victoria <laughs> Beckham. You go girl. Three. <laughs> Um, I'd have a bride. <laughs> have a bride? Yes, absolutely. Could I come to your bride? Yeah, of course. We're going to have it when nice. it's not a million degrees out. Because okay. I can't imagine standing over an open fire right now. <laughs> Probably going to early menopause or something. <laughs> the whole world feels, feels like early menopause right now. Yes. Uh, four? <clears throat> yes, four. Yes. Um, I would get, I would train Archie to become a truffle dog. Like a truffle <gasps> hunting dog. Okay, have you seen the uh, trailer for the new Nicolas Cage movie called Pig? I have. I want to see it. And then apparently I discovered a book on, uh, Am not Amazon. Well, yeah, it is Amazon Audible. Uh -huh. um, and I don't know what it's called because I just like to pick out books that are narrated by my favorite author. Not mm -hmm. author, um, narrator. Oh my God, I can't talk. You're fine. Um, and unfortunately, he narrates a lot of like really shitty James Patterson books, but, he, but occasionally <laughs> he like he uh, he also narrates a lot of well-known author mm -hmm. authors. Authors. And he um, narrated this non-fiction book about like the dirty underground world of truffles. <gasps> I've heard of that. So I'm gonna listen to that real soon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then while you're listening to it, training Archie to become a truffle dog. Yes. <laughs> to see him. <laughs> Murph. 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 Uh, that is five, I believe. Yes. Um, I'm 
gonna get into antiquing more. For, for specific antiques? So just, just, just in general? Just in general. Okay. Yep. Really you anticlimactic know. over here in the, into the home stretch. <laughs> just, I really blew my load on carny sheep. I don't know where to go up from carny sheep. It's, it's okay. Antiquing and bucket hats is, you know, it's just still what's... Hey, I still got one more for redemption. Got, yeah, six. Uh, what's our number seven? Uh, I'm going to start uh, the Church of Lifeguards, which is just going to be a fringe religious faction for lifeguards. I don't know. Are you going to become a lifeguard, or are you just going to run it? I am. I'm going to become a lifeguard. I'm going to run it. I'm going to be the charismatic leader. I'm going to brainwash everybody. Excellent. And then my... Is everybody going to wind up dead in a pool? Absolutely. All right, seven things. <laughs> lifeguard cult. Lifeguard cult. It's cool. Lifeguard cult. Lifeguard cult. <laughs> Almost be carne sheep. Wow. This South African ride has been a journey. We went from... from um, South African Jeopardy to Bananas and So to uh, South African Carney Sheep to Mass Murder of a Cult. Yep. Just finishing strong with Cult. Strong with Cult. Uh, you can never go wrong with a Cult. <laughs> uh, tune in next time. Um, I think for... What we else got we some, got on the menu? We got some fun stuff coming up. Where, yeah. You guys, we... Um, since it's summer here officially... I thought you were scrolling through something, but you're just I'm petting. just like petting these two stains on your tea towel like a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to do Green Spain. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So we're going to explore like... Uh, Alberino and Chocoli and maybe yeah. some Godeo and just um, kind of look at this whole area of Spain. And then we're going to um, <clears throat> bebop down to California. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like like South Africa, we have not paid any attention to California. We've, yeah. I mean, we I think we've occasionally had a Californian wine here yes. or there, but like we've really spent a lot of time there. So we're going to look at two mm-hmm. areas that focus on like kind of big red wines like Zinfandel yeah. and that's um, Lodi and Paso Robles. Yeah. And then, excited. Yeah. And then yeah, we'll see we'll see where else the summer takes us. It may not be summer by that point anymore, but we'll always have more episodes. Thanks. We'll always hold you in our heart, listeners. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye. <laughs>